This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Take command podcast from Odyssey Sports. Craig Hoffman, Logan Paulson. All right, last two, Logan. Uh, got wide receiver tight end together. Then we got O-line. Let's do wide receivers tight ends first. This is a this is a really tough this one. Tough. There's, some, there's tough. some pretty significant wild cards uh, in this division. Here's the here's the high level overview. Washington's got this incredible three wide receiver trio: McLaren, Dotson, Samuel. Uh, depth pieces. I think there's questions about. We talked about that earlier in the week. Tight end questions, but Logan Thomas has looked healthy in camp and looked good. Uh, John Bates, excellent blocking tight end. Then we'll see between Cole Turner, Curtis Hodges, etc. And really high um, upside with those guys. Really high upside guys. So that's that's the Washington group. New York has some of the biggest wild cards in here, mainly yeah. Darren Waller. They bring him in oh in the offseason. Yeah. When he's healthy, he's the best tight end in the league, not named Travis Kelsey or George Kittle. And he's frankly in that group. Uh, but talk about a player with health concerns. Jeez, he has yeah. missed a lot of time. And he's on the wrong side of 30. Um, yeah. So he is uh, he's a giant wild card. Paris Campbell underachieved in Indianapolis, but now yeah. let's see what he can do in New York. Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins, who we mentioned earlier and is awesome. By the way, did you know the the Giants signed Jamison Crowder? Back I did know that. I did know that. Yeah, uh, I mean, they also I, had J- Jalen Hyatt in the draft. So and also their backup tight end there is good football player um, uh, Bellinger. Yeah, yeah I Bellinger. know you're big uh, big Bellinger fan. Got right, big Cow- fan. I'm, I'm in on that. <laughs> Um, super intriguing group in Dallas. Yeah. CD Lamb, who's awesome. Uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, who they signed in the offseason, who's played for 150 of the 32 NFL teams. Uh, Michael Gallup, a uh, year removed from the ACL. And then tight end, bunch of guys that have giant question marks after they, uh, they let, what's his name? Dalton Schultz go in the offseason. Yeah. Jake Ferguson, Peyton Hendershot. And then they got your guy, Luke Schoonmaker, in the draft. Uh, and then, of course, and, in Philly. and their depth there. Sorry to cut you off. Their depth there is also kind of interesting. You got Jalen Tolbert, who is supposed to be kind of this big play, explosive guy. You got Simi Fahenko, who from Stanford, who tested like AJ Brown. He's like six five. He's two thirty. Every year in training camp, he's this is his third year. Everyone talks about him being this. So they have like interesting depth pieces there also, sure. which I think Kevontae makes Turpin, them, yeah, makes uh, them, yeah, makes them in, makes them kind of gives them an edge over I don't want to say over Washington because I think the top three might be better but the depth there is a little bit more exciting I think at the moment just to kind of put that out there so go ahead continue yeah and then Philly has AJ Brown Devontae Smith Quez Watkins um by the way did you see that Devin Allen ran the fourth fastest time in the world in the 110 meter hurdles this weekend um so he's he's fast around yeah, super fast. Uh, Zacchaeus, Greg Ward, still floating around. Uh, and then a tight end, Dallas Goddard. And, and then they've got a couple of depth, 
depth pieces as well. It's tough, man. I don't know. I don't know where to go here. Um, I mean, it's, Philly's obviously loaded. I, I um, think I would probably I really go. like Washington. Dallas has a, a say. I think New I York's saw, fourth. I feel, so I, and they still I'll, could be good. I'll start talking, and you tell me when to stop. So I will say, um, I say I'd probably go Philly. Because I think, as much as it pains me to say it, I think they have the best receiver in, in the division, and I think they have the best tight end in the division outside of Darren Waller, at least someone you can kind of bank on, right? And I think that combination may be the best number two as well. Like, that is a stacked skill position group. Just, just for extra clarity, you're saying Browns one, Smith is two? Because there are weeks that it could be the other way around. Yeah, right. I'm saying Browns one, and I say yeah. I'm giving them a slight edge over Terry. Right. Yep. And I'm going to say um, and then I would Devante. say uh, Devante is number two and I would give him a slight edge over um, Jahan. So, yep. like, that's kind of how I feel about that. Um, I then I would probably go Washington, I think. And again, I'm probably a little high on Logan Thomas after seeing him in OTAs because he looked really good. Um, but, you know, Terry and I think you get the three guys there. You get Terry, you get Cur- Jahan, you get Curtis Samuel, you get. Logan and that group is pretty formidable. It's very consistent. And I think I would bet on it again with the new coordinator over a team like Dallas, which I am very high on. I'm very high on their skill position guys. I think Washington has a better tight end at the moment. I think um, CD lamb is very, very good, but I don't think Brandon cooks is, I think he's good. I just think the upside here is a little bit better for us in terms of route running diversity of, uh, of the position kind of stuff. So it's close though. Dallas and, and Washington are very, very close and kind of beauties in the eye of the beholder. I'm going to go a little Homer bias here and just say, I'm betting on, on our, our guys here, betting on Terry and betting on Jahan to get better, betting on Logan to be better, betting on the usage to be better. And I think the usage in Dallas is going to be worse because Mike McCarthy's not, you know, I think he's fine, but I don't think he's got like this innovative offensive mind the way some of these other teams do. And I think that leaves uh, the giants. It's kind of the way I would look at it. Yeah, I think the Giants are the easiest one to rank their last. Not that they have not improved, not that they're good, or not not that they're bad, not that they couldn't be good. Um, and it really just is giant wild card of Waller's health. Like when your number one playmaker is that unreliable from a health standpoint over the course of years, that's a tough pill to swallow. Um, I, I and mean, it's hard to have high confidence in that. To your point, though, like he quite honestly is the, and I'm not, I'm being maybe, no, I'm, I'm this is, I believe this. When he's healthy, He's the most dangerous playmaker in the division. Like, that's how good I think he is at football. The problem is, to your point, like, he just has not been healthy. I mean, when was his last good year? I think it was like 2021, 2020, something like that. Like, he was dominant, but it's just so hard to rely on that guy. Um, you know, he's, like, changed his life. He's, his, his story is awesome. He's great success story. But, man, like, he's just – he's not been healthy. And you yeah, need him he, to be healthy. He had 1,100 yards in 2019, almost 1,200 in 2020. He played 11 games in 2021, but he only had 665 yards receiving and two touchdowns. I think that was the year and he then, like, pulled his hamstring or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he he just wasn't himself. And then last year only played nine games, 388, and three yeah. touchdowns. But like he really had one incredible season two really good seasons yeah. that 2019 season uh, 11 45 but only three touchdowns and then 2020s you know 1200 yards nine touchdowns so um and i, I think yeah there's a guy Jordan too, reed-esque 
Yeah, there's a guy there, I think, also where I would say I'd bank on Kafka and Dayball maximizing him if he can stay healthy. Like, I think he's po- – I, I, again, I, I am very high on him. Like, I like when he was at his peak playing tight end, I was like, there's nothing this guy can't do. He can beat your number one corner playing receiver, like, with speed, with suddenness, which is – there. like, Kelsey, for example, can beat your number one corner, but it's off of kind of savvy – you know, short area burst. Like there's no tight end in football that can just line up at receiver and I'll be like, I'm going to run a go cover me. You know, like dude is a physical freak. He, he has excellent routes. He's good in the run game. Like I am so high on him, but much like Rashard Penny, like I don't care how, how high I am on you. Like if you're not playing football, like we're going to yeah. be in a little bit of trouble here. So eBay motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, I mean, I like Slayton. I like some of the other pieces. Um, and the thing is, they're so well coached, but I still think you have to put them fourth. I agree with you. Dallas is third. Um, I think they they don't they just don't have a lot of variety in their skill position. Like, they're a speed-built team. Brandon Cook's speed guy. Gallup, speed guy. And, like, I don't, you know, you look at, like, the route tree that Jahan Dotson can, can run. Yeah. And even Curtis Samuel. Like, Curtis Samuel can run anything. Yeah. Um, not quite as crisp. Uh, maybe he's a little bit more Brandon Cooksey. But if that's your if that's your third guy, and by the way, that guy also plays some running back for you in an air yeah. of the enemy offense, that's a very, very different uh, thing than what they got going on in Dallas. So I would say they're, they're third, Dallas firmly. And then it's a matter of, like, who do you like, Washington or Philly? And I think anybody that's not being horrendously biased would have to say Philly. I agree with you that Terry's just a tick below, and that pains me because I yeah. love Terry McLaurin. Yeah. So do um, I. And I'm excited to see what he can do this year. But... Uh, Terry's just a tick below AJ Brown. And I think Jahan is just a tick below Devante. Although I think there's a chance that that switches, um, not because Devante is not awesome. Just Jahan's a little yeah. bigger, um, has some really, really special high end top end speed. Like we'll see. Um, and you know, then obviously Curtis and what he can do and, and then the tight end. So, um, with Dallas Goddard, that's that's a separator to me. That that might yeah. be the biggest separator is like the drop off from Goddard to Logan Thomas. Even if Logan's good, is is still and it's, it, and it's, it's the, noticeable. It's, even if you don't the, want to call it significant, it's the consistency too. You know, like yeah. Logan, I think at his peak is definitely in that conversation. But he just it's you know an injury and lack of usage last year, like all those things. And I think that'll be better this year. So I think that'll be closer this year for twenty twenty three than the past couple of years. But I do think Goddard's just been the way he's using that offense, the way he make plays, um, it's just a consistency, and I'm going to bet on that. So I think that they have the number one uh, skill position group, and also they have the best quarterback. So I think that also elevates that group, which is yeah, it um, tends to help. Yeah, which helps. All right, so uh, 
skill position or, or, or I mean, running back technically skill position too, but pass catcher group. Uh, we're going Philly, Washington, Dallas, New York, which brings us to last, but certainly not least offensive line. Yeah. Um, start with Philly. My lot of Dickerson, Kelsey, Jurgens, Lane Johnson. Ridiculous. And they drafted Steen in the second round. Like that group is like, yeah. I don't know, man. They just like restock, retool. They develop guys. Like, you know, we talk about Brian Callahan a lot on this show. Or not Bill, excuse me, Brian's Bill Callahan. Bill. Yeah. Um, but that O line coach in Philly might be the best at de- one of the other kind of guys that is really excellent at developing talent. And they deserve a ton of credit. That, I mean, that group, when you watch them, they are so physically dominant. Like, you don't see double teams the way those guys double team. You don't see just a bunch of just big athletic dudes. Like, I think the average offensive line weight's like 325 for them, which is huge. You know, Lane Johnson's the maybe the best player, <clears throat> best offensive lineman in football. Trent Williams might have something to say about it, but very, yeah, very excellent. I would, yeah, I would probably take Trent, but like, Lane's right there, and that's saying yeah, something. That's saying something. Dickerson's one of the best guards in football. Kelsey, probably best center in football. Mylotta, you know, is probably a top 10, maybe even top eight type left tackle, which is crazy because he's never played football before. Uh, obviously, they lost their right guard to uh, in free agency to Detroit. Tennis- Tennessee, Tennessee, Detroit, Tennessee, wherever, Tennessee. a blue team. And, um, <laughs> Shout and, out to the blue team. But they uh, – but they, have done a good job of having depth pieces and they drafted and they're just always restocking, retooling on that group. So to me, it's like Philly, not only in the division, but in the NFL is probably the best group. Yeah. So done easy. All right. So I'm going to read off the other three real quick and then, and then we can debate them. So Dallas has Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, uh, be a Dutch. Sorry. Yeah, he's to, new. Yeah. Uh, sorry to their center. Whose name, if, if only their backup was their starter, I can say that last name. It's Brock Hoffman. <laughs> Uh, oh, there so that's you go. my, my long lost cousin, uh, Zach Martin, Terrence Steele. That's the Cowboys giants are going Andrew Thomas, Ben Breedson, John Michael Schmitz, uh, Mark Glowinski, and then Evan Neal. And they got some, some deaf pieces obviously as well. And then obviously here we know it's Leno, Charles Gates, Cosme Wiley. How do you rank them? So I'd probably go Dallas next, um, just even though they're getting old. Like Tyron Smith is, is a shadow of his, of his former self. Zach Martin's still playing, probably top three guard in the NFL still, really good football player. I like Tyler Smith, but a lot of growing that needs to happen, former, uh, former first-round pick. Um, the center's new. I don't really value center that highly. Terrence Steele did a great job last year. Um, so, you know, awesome – I think that group is good. The depth piece is there too. I like a lot. I think they did a good job kind of having people that can play some football for you. Um, But they are kind of at a tipping point. I think they really need to think about uh, Tyron Smith and where he's going. Um, Physically always kind of banged up. Can't rely on him for 16 games. But I think the rest of that group is, is pretty good. But they are at kind of an inflection point in terms of like they're like a year, maybe two away from totally falling apart. Totally. Uh, with Tyron slash with Tyler Smith, would you, if Tyron misses time, would you kick Tyler Smith out or do you think he just needs to live at guard and that's his home? I mean, I think he did a good job last year playing tackle and I think having some flexibility. I mean, that's why everyone talks about position flex. That's a perfect example. Like he's athletic enough to do it. He's got some upside. I mean, shoot, he did a good job last year playing left tackle for him. Uh, I think you want him to live at guard as much as possible, which is another reason why that, like, I think their backup 
right tackles Watowski. Is that his name? Is um, do you have it in front of you? Um, I am not seeing a Watowski. It's Watowski. Like he's from anyway. He is a guy that has a lot of high upside stuff. Oh, there I, is. Uh, well, let's go. Let's go. Thank you. So he's got a lot of high upside. So maybe you feel good about him in year three coming in and playing some football or year two. I really liked him a lot last year um, in the draft from a small school, but six, high, eight, three Oh five from North yeah, Dakota, high athletic upside guy it tested off the charts at the combine. So does he develop got 36 inch arms, like all those kind of things that check those boxes. Having a guy like that allows you to keep um, Tyler uh, Smith at guard. But I, I, th I think that group is, they're they're the best group right now. Will they be the next? Will, will they be the best group in, uh, or the second best group in twenty twenty four? Probably not. I think they're just going to get too old and too banged up. But I think for this year, I think you feel really good about that group. So then you've got the Giants and the Commanders, and yeah. they're going to start Giants being uh, a rookie at center. They need a big improvement from Evan Neal. Yeah. Um, they bring in a couple of pieces at guard, and then Thomas. You know, how does he continue to develop? Um, after I would say probably a pretty disappointing season last year, uh, in the eyes of most uh, Andrew, people, Andrew Thomas, yeah, I mean, he, or no, he, he got better. It was two years ago that he had, yeah, a bad two year. years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he was probably, I think he graded for the first eight games of the season as the top pass protecting tackle in football. Yeah. Obviously, no, two years ago, then. he was real bad. And then last year he was, it was yeah, it was bad. awesome. And so he's a, he's a top five player. And so outside of Lane Johnson, maybe Jordan Malata, I, I would put him, I'd say he's the second best lineman in the division. You know, it's just one offensive lineman, one good offensive lineman does not a good old line make. And so right. you're really counting on, again, I think Schmitz will be fine at center. I think that's a big improvement. It allows them to take the guy that was playing center for him last year and move to guard, who I think is a pretty good football player. Um, so it gets better. But I think the, the linchpin here, because right now I would actually rate the commander's offensive line ahead of the Giants. Okay. But it depends on how you feel about Evan Neal. If Evan Neal takes even a 25% improvement from last year, like they're a significantly better offensive line. And I think you kind of feel like based on Andrew Thomas's improvement from year one to year two, I think you could fairly assume it's fairly safe to assume that whatever technique they're teaching up there takes a little bit of time to, to kind of dial in and maybe you see an improvement. So if you get an improvement, like you saw from Andrew Thomas into year two from Evan Neal, like they might be better than Dallas, but that's, it's all hinging on, whether or not you think Evan Neal will be better or not. Yeah, I would assume he's going to be better. Um, but is I don't he going to be how much? That's that's the obvious question. Yeah, is he going to be Andrew Thomas better? Because Andrew Thomas went from like bad to like yeah. really good. You know what I mean? And I don't know. You probably can't bank on that. But even if it's a percentage of that, you know. And again, he was Andrew Evan Neal was not good last year. He struggle busted big time. Yeah. So I, I, it's hard for me to envision him seeing that type of improvement, which is why I'm going to put them last on this list. But if he is, if he is good, if he is improved, I definitely think that could, that could be a dangerous, dangerous offensive line, which is weird to talk about within the context of offensive line. Right. And obviously what does, uh, you know, what does Dable and, and yeah. the scheme do to protect him? There, there's uh, all kinds of questions 
to ask there. And we talked about some of those similar questions with the Washington offensive line to start the show on Monday. So if you missed that, uh, we did our confidence rankings. Spoiler alert, considering it's the first thing in the podcast, that was the group we were least confident in. So if you want more <laughs> thoughts on the Washington offensive line and you haven't heard that, go check out the show from earlier in the week. All right, next week we will do a similar exercise to the defensive units in the division. So you can definitely look forward to that. Uh, leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube and let us know what you think. I'm sure the Giants, Eagles, and Cowboys fans will find this podcast and tell us how much we suck uh, because that's that's the NFL, baby. Give us the rivalries. Give us the internet banter. What did people do before the internet? They just traveled to other cities. And <laughs> other. NFCs, baby. Back in the days when the Arizona Cardinals were in it. Okay, that's enough. Uh, for Logan, I'm Craig. Uh, everyone have a great rest of your week. See you nice and refreshed off vacation next week. Not exactly sure of our release schedule with the holiday, but we will put out two pods next week. Uh, so you can definitely look forward to that. Uh, as for when they'll drop, if you subscribe, they'll drop when they drop right into your feed. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, uh, YouTube, wherever you subscribe or follow, make sure that you are doing so. All right, that's it. That's all. And we'll see you next week on Take Command.